0: music right now. Okay, wait, welcome to the What's the Matter with Me podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. It was the 4th of July. My dad took me to see Born on the 4th of July. It was supposed to be like an educational moment, like I was gonna learn about Vietnam. It was totally insane and a it scared the hell out of me. When did Born on the Fourth of July come out? Born on the Fourth of July came out in 89. I saw it in the theater with my dad and stepmom Margie. And what did we see? A man, a man had a heart attack and died in the theater. A woman screamed out. I think I probably talked about this because, man, it was traumatizing. Anyway, 10 years old is not old enough to watch Born on the 4th of July, especially, especially if you're like a soft child. And I was soft, you know. I was innocent. And then a man died and a woman screamed and they were like, you can get your tickets refunded. And I was like, please, dad, please. There weren't a lot of clever ways, life hacks shared on the internet in 89. They didn't have that. So no one knew like how to talk to your kids about the horrendous war that you've been through. I still haven't watched Born on the 4th of July. When it's on, I'm like, I don't want to watch that. My 10-year-old self rears its head and is like, no, get the refund and leave. The guy died. Well, no one died this year on our 4th of July celebration. There were no forced, forced traumas, I don't think. I think my kids got out of it mostly trauma free. I hope. Knock on wood. Thank you for tuning into the What's the Matter with Me podcast. I almost didn't get around to it this week. I made the Pepper show, I put that out there. I still haven't figured out how to post it fully correctly, but I think it was enough to just make it. So, the Pepper Show is out on the hot on YouTube. You know, I want to give a shout out the last week I've been digging this where people come from in the last week it's been u s Canada, and Germany so this this week it was San Francisco, Detroit, Seattle, Columbus, Buffalo, Austin, Cedar Rapids, and Monterey. No stats on other planets. British Columbia and Alberta. And the listeners in Hessen. Don't watch Born on the Fourth of July with your kids. Those are the stat shoutouts. Have you heard of the disorder where people take shits in their sleep? Yeah, it's called sleep crapnia. While I was copying down that joke, my wife was like, you can't say that it has swearing in it. We're getting ready to go to bed. I'm just copying down. You know, I just say stuff and then I, I copy it down. That's my joke technique. So I was copying that joke down. It's the end of the night. My wife was like, you can't say that it has swearing in it. And then I was like, yes, I can. I'll, I'll bleep it. She was like, you have to leave the sound. Otherwise, people won't know what word it is. I was like, I can do that right off. She said, would you please turn off the light? I said, would you please let me write down this joke? Shout out and love to my wife. It's a joke. It's a joke. I fell and hit my on, on the 1st of July. I fell and I hit my head on the house. And if you've been listening for a while, I've been doing that for years. I fell and hit my head on the house. What happened is um, I had just watered the bonsai tree and some water had come through the pot and it was just on the cement. Not very much, but, you know, I'd only put in probably a pint of water. So it, it came out the bottom, some of it got on the cement. I was moving, I was walking, and I put my stick down to steady myself, and I must have put it in the where the water was. I need a new stick. Like, when I'm outside on the concrete, I can hear that the rubber has worn down, and it's just the, the metal tip is making contact. So I think that came down in a wet area, and I must have had my weight or some weight on it, and it slipped. And so that's the thing about when you rely on these assistive aids, when they fail or when you do something and they don't work, then you're kind of up a creek. So I fell. I lost my balance, and I fell, and I hit my head on the house. And we know, like, I've been doing that since San Jose, there's an old episode called It's Fall where I talk about that. In San Jose, I would fall outside, fall inside, but this time I fell outside, but in my my new house in San Leandro, it's all what they call hardscape. It's all cement. I put my cane down, it slipped, and that's something that happens on hardscape where if you put it in dirt, Pretty much anything you put down will stick because it's mostly dirt. I guess if it was mud, that would be something. So I was outside, put my stick down, it slipped. I fell and hit my head on the house. So the siding of my house, starting the first three or four feet of it, is brick. And then it, it goes, then it's wood above that. I slipped and the brick, I hit my head on it, and it hurt, and I I bled a little bit, but it wasn't like bleeding. It wasn't cut. There wasn't a gash. What it was is there was like an abrasion. It was like I had road rash on my head, and I still have it, a week later, I still have road rash on the back of my head. And I'm always trying to shower it off, but it's just not coming. It's a road rash. Because I hit on the brick. I didn't hit that hard, but... I could tell it it smarted, and I could see on my hand, there was like a little blood, but it wasn't bleeding, it was more, it was very light, so it was like abrasion, I my wife was there, luckily, she came out and looked at me, and it was like an abrasion, not a gash, That's I'm trying to figure out like, do I need to go to the hospital? So I got an abrasion from the brick on the side of my house. I fell and hit my head. On the house, something I'd done before, I kind of wasn't sure what had happened at first. I kind of went around looking at wet areas and I realized my stick didn't have very good, it didn't stick in place very well if the concrete was wet. So of course I was like, I guess it's time to order replacement tips. I'd been looking for them half-heartedly, but I hadn't been able to find them. I thought maybe there were some extras somewhere. I couldn't find them. And I fell and hit my head. That's when I was like, you know what? It's time to just stop, call off the search, order some replacement tips. So that's what I did. And you can find them at REI. Um... I use this cane called the Lakey Wanderfreund because that means Wanderfriend and I, I just enjoyed that. So Wanderfreund, I got the replacement tips. They come in a pair. And the last time I had ordered some was in March 2021. So either I already went through the replacement. Or I lost it somewhere, but whatever, it was $15. I ordered a replacement. Somehow it ended up being 25% cheaper than when I ordered them in 2021. That's not the way people say it. You know, it's like inflation is the order of the day. Everything's more expensive. It was weird to reorder something and have it be cheaper. But I'll take it. I just just ordered it. I kind of had to stay off my feet. I felt kind of sketched out after that because I had fallen and really hit my head. And it was because my equipment worked in a way I didn't expect it to. So then I was kind of freaked out moving around the rest of the day. On July 2nd, I went to a wedding in my chair. The wedding was in Oakland at a place called the Cathedral of Christ the Light. And that's on Harrison Street right around Lake Merritt. It's a parking. They had really easy, accessible parking. And because they must do mass there on the weekend, they have a lot of people go in and out. It's pretty a large it's a large building has a really crazy organ that looks like a pile of junk, and it out of it comes the organ i mean I'm serious, it's like looks like a bunch of beams laying up and then pipes coming out at 90 degrees. It doesn't look like an organ. It looks like an equipment closet but it plays music. I took a picture of it and there's also like it's a really striking building and from outside as well as inside it's interesting architecture. There's a giant perforated metal like stories high perforated metal sheet that the light comes through and it's a picture of Christ like giving the peace sign cathedral of Christ the light and it, so the wedding was a church wedding my wife didn't really know about those but the the wedding is one of the key sacraments Uh, of the church, and so they spend a lot of time talking about, like, what you had to do to achieve this sacrament. In getting married in the church, you basically say that you'll raise your family in the church, and I worked in corporate communication, so it's, like, this whole, um, compliance thing. If you want people to comply, you have to say things over and over. So that's kind of like a church wedding. They say it over and over. This is a church wedding. And these are the various conditions that have been satisfied to get married in the church. And So my wife was like, wow, they really have a lot of rules. And I'm like, yeah, the church. So I went to the wedding in my chair and stared at that giant representation of Christ in light. It was pretty cool the the way they had made the image. And the organ was like something else. I loved how it, it looked so disassembled. So I went to the wedding in my chair because it was like this giant big building, cathedral, I knew it was going to be huge, so I went in my chair, and that was interesting, and the reception, so the wedding was in Oakland, the reception was like across the bay in Palo Alto at the Four Seasons, so it was a cool reception, but I was like, I think I'm going to go to the reception in my AFO and not use my chair. And it worked because a wedding reception is not going to be a massive cathedral. You're going to be in a banquet room. So I went in my brace and it worked out. But I wondered if anyone was going to look at me being like, yo, that guy was in a wheelchair. I had to go up some steps onto a shag carpet. There was like two steps that were kind of flimsy, like staging equipment type steps. I went up them, and then on the stage was the bride and groom on a giant white shag carpet. So I made it up the steps, and I made it onto the shag carpet, and I took a photograph with my table. So I made that happen, I on the way up the steps, I was like, well, maybe I'll fall and die here maybe I'll make it up there and I made it and uh, this dude Reggie helped me up and this other guy that worked there helped me down so that was like a win I, I, I went to the reception in my breaks it, it worked out they did um, line dancing to the achy breaky heart they were a lot of engineers from San Jose State and they were listening to like hip hop, mostly like millennial hip hop. But then all of a sudden, you know, the kind of hip hop you could play at a wedding like not too, too many bad words or anything. But then they were like, all right, everybody, let's line dance. And just in seconds, they were doing the Achy riki Heart. I, I couldn't believe how quick they switched it up and the audience was right there with them. So half and half, chair and brace. The next day, I went uh, my kids were still at my parents' house. We were going to pick them up on the 4th. So July 3rd, we kind of had a free day and my wife and I went shopping at Urban Ore in my chair. So shopping in my chair is kind of like, nah, I mean, it's not great because it's hard to see up and down in the chair. You kind of are viewing everything that's like four feet high and lower. You don't get the same visibility. And so when you're shopping, you're like looking around and in the chair, it affects that. So we shopped Urban Or, It's a giant place with like buildings, re purpose building material like they have a million doors and windows and vanities and you know parts of parts of things that you could call it broken or you could say it's just one part of a bigger thing that the rest of it isn't there but it's huge and it's kind of uh, it's kind of a junk shop. It reminds me of this place Seeds Green Village in Bushwick that was a junk shop and so like we got, we didn't really buy anything but we looked around and I made it around and it was accessible and I couldn't have done, it's like a huge acre inside and outside, it's big but it was totally wheelchair accessible. And then we didn't get anything. We got like just some doodads, uh, a plastic cup scoop, and like some short wooden spoon for a dollar total, a dollar all told. So things are, you know, we got some junk and then we're like, let's have lunch. So we went to the fried chicken sandwich place in West Oakland. And the guy, I we got there, and there was a line, and um, the guy who was next in line was like, "No, you go in front of me," and I accepted it because I was like, "I don't want to wait in line." I had my cane, and my my wife was off parking the car, and I I, I accepted it. But then I was up there and I started to feel weird about like the two or three people after him. I get where he's coming from. He just wanted to let me cut. I think he he actually said, I'm not going to wait in line with in front of you. Okay, that sounded weird, but it wasn't weird. He wasn't trying to be weird. That sounded weird. He was like, I want to let you go first. Maybe he said something more like that. So I I accepted. He he was there with his family. But then I realized there was... I, I didn't really think about it. He was like, I don't want to wait in line in front of you. I accepted. Then I started thinking about it and I felt kind of strange. I think I felt kind of weird about the people in line after him. I hadn't even thought about it. I was like, oh, that's nice. And I was up there at the front of the line. I'm like, great, I'm next. But then I started feeling weird about the people after him. And I didn't have that much time to think about it because then they called me to order. So I ordered a couple fried chicken sandwiches one with coleslaw and one with fries. And I went outside and then I was waiting for my order to come up. And I saw the line was two or three different groups. And I was talking to my wife and I was like, the guy who was next had me cut in front of him and I accepted it. But I don't think it was right. The people behind him, I, I accept the guys in front. I accept his thinking. But the people behind him, we can't make that decision for them. When there's a line, I need to get in it. And it a little bit interacted with that idea of how people are like, Are you alone? Remember, I went to Walmart and people are like, are you alone? And I'm kind of thinking about, am I allowed to go out alone or do I make people, do I screw up the social contract by being alone? Does my very presence mean that other people need to do stuff for me? And I know that sounds angry. I'm not trying to sound like an angry disabled person. But I think it might be true or the calculus changes somehow because I'm alone. And people take pity on me. One thing, the sandwiches were very salty. Extremely salty. It was a fried chicken sandwich with a kind of glaze of sweet sticky kind of glaze and then a a a sauce, red sauce of some sort. Probably ketchup or something. And it was super salty. It was like they had brined it too much or they had someone had hit their elbow and knocked the entire salt container into whatever the the breading or what it was very salty. And I didn't want it to be. I wanted it to be good. I was all cut out for that, but it was very salty. And then the coleslaw was like, seemed like it had no seasoning. So it's like they took the seasoning from the coleslaw and added it to the already seasoned sandwich and... So I get why the coleslaw was unseasoned, but that's just all not right, which was too bad. I was looking for a good fried chicken sandwich in West Oakland and I didn't get it. And Nami's was over salted as well. We have a fried chicken place, fried chicken sandwich in San Leandro, and it's really yummy. And so I'm kinda, it's like exceedingly yummy. And this guy's fried chicken sandwich in West Oakland sounded great. I wanted it to be great, but it something was wrong. But I thought, you know, maybe it's like the third of July. maybe the important people are out there on vacation somewhere, maybe. I said that to my wife and she was like, well, it's the holiday. They should have had the good people there because a lot of people come out on a holiday. So I don't know why it was salty. Then the next day, July the 4th, I went to San Jose to my parents' block party, and I wasn't sure, but I decided when I got there, I brought my wheelchair, and when I got, I made a game time call, and I rode my wheelchair, and it was interesting. I have never ridden my wheelchair on my home block, you know, my, my childhood home block with my parents and their friends. I rode my wheelchair and it was fine. I was hanging out with people. I was playing basketball with the kids. There was a hoop set up. They had a great time. I rode my wheelchair just to see if I could. I rode it around my house, like in the the backyard and in the side yard and just to see if I could get around the house and I could. The only thing that got me stuck in there was the doors into the backyard through the fence. They were set to kind of push close, so they were, I could have propped them open, but with planning, I could get through them, but they made it so I couldn't, once I was in the backyard, I got stuck there, so I had to text Nami and let her know I was stuck there but then I saw my mom and my mom told me she was happy I was at the 4th she was happy I was there and she was happy I was in my wheelchair she was happy that I was saving my spoons So it was cool. It was 4th of July, but there wasn't much of a barbecue going on. I I don't think I had anything grilled. We had chili verde like before the party and that was stewed pork and that was fine, but it wasn't barbecue, right? So it's interesting 4th of July. So the next day on the 5th of July, we were all on the family all back together in San Leandro. My kids, my wife, and I. And so we barbecued. You know, we didn't have a lot of barbecue on the 4th, so on the 5th, we had kind of a redo of the 4th of July. I grilled hot dogs, bratwurst, and corn. And I did it in a certain way where you, while you're preheating, you heat 13 by 19-inch trays, and in one you have like a bottle of beer and a cup of water and some sauerkraut. In the other one you have a stick of butter, a cup of water, some honey, and some flavoring. Like we use the thing called shichimi togarashi and that's like a Japanese kind of mild chili. So any kind of mild chili or you could do smoked paprika you could put hopping hot sauce in there. You know, you're talking a couple teaspoons, something like that. So you heat it up. Then you throw, I threw on corn and bratwurst and hot dogs. And I, I browned all that stuff. You get a good, plenty of grill marks on it. And then you just put it into the liquid. So the corn goes with the butter and honey and flavorings. And the hot dogs and sausage go with the sauerkraut beer. And they kind of can stay there. You set up your grill. So I have three. I have a gas grill. So there's three heating burners. So I set on two on medium and the other one on low. So that worked out. Hot dogs, bratwurst and corn, grilled using the trays. And that way, when you get the good, good markings on them, you just throw them in the tray and turn them once in a while. It involves less working at the grill. It worked good. I recommend that. The kids gave positive re- reviews, and that's always the best. They were like, this corn is the best. Papa, next time you make corn, can you make it this way? So I was like, oh, this is good. And then for dessert, we had apple pie. The 5th of July, positive reviews. That's that's a good thing. I recorded the n- new episode of The Pepper Show. And it's up on YouTube. It's called We're Back. I'm not used to doing the Pepper show. And so the vibe is kind of like I seem a little off in the head because I'm like trying to get through my script, which, of course, I I could have recorded the second take. I didn't have to just do it in one take one time. But that's how I did it. I think it's it's radio that I do that. So it's a little medicated, but at least I did it. And I thought I can do a better one next time. It's just more important to put this out here. Check it out, the Hot Sauce Pepper Show. We're back. It's on YouTube. I think you can find it on hoppin'hot sauce.com even. And then my wife thought it was funny. So I was like, okay, I guess that's fine. So I'm going places in my chair. I hit my head again. The barbecues barbecuing use the tray method. The pepper show is back. Thank you for tuning into the What's the Matter with Me podcast. Shout outs to people from Germany and Detroit. And everywhere else. And I can't forget Canada. British Columbia and Alberta. Shout outs. You have to leave the sh- sound otherwise people won't know what word it is it's always telling me I'm like I know that I know thank you for tuning into the what's the matter with me podcast catch you next time